This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt, and we're going to look into the leadership of the larger organization of SOM International. Uh, David, uh, some of our global leaders are in town right now, and we're privileged to have with us Pastor Singh. He's the director of SOM India. So, David, I'm going to hand it over to you. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, Mark, we just got uh, yeah five of our directors together this last week in the first ever SOM Mexico uh, missions conference. And we had five tribes together for a unity of the work. The first time the tribe tribal believers had even met each other. And then they get this extra special blessing by having our director from uh, Africa and from South America, Russell, and then um, Pastor Singh from India. And uh, we just, we felt a love and a, an expanded vision like probably never before. And we're, we're coming off a real encouraging weekend. And well, and then we're having some meetings here in Arizona. So while we uh, have this amazing brother, we get to get him on the air at times. You and I get to interview and have some of the best guests and leaders around the world, especially our directors out there. So it's an honor. And Pastor Singh has come one of my dear friends. Uh, I've been in their family, uh, you know, in their household with their family all the time. We call each other family. So it's always a blessing, brother, to have you online with us with our podcast. And so just to come out of the gate here, um, Brother Singh, I just want to hear what's on your heart of what God's doing in India. Yeah, thank you, David, for the very good, uh, kind introduction and the opportunities uh, that you made for me to be able to uh, highlight a very important, uh, significant story of what God is doing in India. And thank you, Mark, as well. It's Again, it's such a joy to be with you. First of all, I want to bring love and greetings from the SOM India family. This has been an exciting week to be here, to just present about what God has been doing in India. So my, my spirit quickly leads to uh, one of the church planters, you know, who really inspired uh, the whole networks of India. These brothers uh, used to live in a remote uh, rural tribal village and with a lot of witchcraft and uh, idol worship. There's nothing that he, he did not worship. Everything that is visible was worshipped. Now, Pastor Singh, uh, just for clarity for the listeners, you're talking about a church planter, right? You're telling testimony. Yeah, of yours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, keep on going. Yeah, so uh, the this brother was living in a very dark, remote uh, village and... Uh, um, he he could not be even found in a in a GPS or if if people go ahead and Google it, it will be very hard for people to find out his village, very extreme northern part of India, a remote village, and he was into a lot of uh, you know witchcraft and idol worship, and even he he used to live with a priest and and learn everything that he can so that he can take a kill other people's lives, such as notorious and uh, very, very bad attitudes towards the peoples and just want to take off the lives of the peoples. 
but he was restless no matter how much witchcraft he practices and how long he spent his times with the priest and 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 of course what he did was a uh, few people were actually killed through the witchcraft practices that he was doing then he was restless and never found any peace and contentment in his life so he looked for a way that could set him free from this this kind of witchcraft practice practices and all uh, because one day he his heart was struck with fear and struck with uh, turbulence so he, he he kind of felt restless and he, he didn't want to go anymore with this witchcraft practices and all ultimately he decided that he wanted to kill himself and uh, that is a time one of our church planters happened to meet him right in his village and when they met together our brother the first thing he did was prayed for this man with witchcraft uh, then they started the conversation and this witchcraft brother was really looking for uh, some someone who could help him get out of these practices because he felt like there was no way that he can get out of this uh, so this brother of us, a church planter, sorry, he was planting churches, going into the villages and all. He just shared the Gospels and the power of the Gospel penetrated into his life and he was immediately set free from the bondages. He felt like a great and heavy burden was taken out from him and taken out from his body, soul and spirit. And he, he felt such solace and peace and, and joy in his life. And then this brother... Uh, living in that remote village, he kind of, you know, felt like um, uh, to build more relationship with a, with a church planted who shared the gospel. So he used to walk like two hours, three hours to get to meet these brothers in his house church and learn more about Jesus. And he fell in love with, with the house church over there. And he fell in love with the church planters. And he said, Oh, there are many villages in our regions. Uh, Christ is not known, and nobody knows Jesus. And uh, so, how, how can I reach out to those places? So, uh, would you please help me and pray for me, and just uh, and teach me from God's word? And is there any way that you know I can just I can be someone like you? Because you did a wonderful job just bringing me to the Lord. And I just want to share my testimony, go, go around and tell the word of God, Gospels, and bring people to the Lord. So this brother uh, from the, this brother, church planters from the network, he said he connected him to, the, to a Bible school, church planting Bible school. So uh, he, he enrolled in the schools a few years back and and just got trained up and he, he was much excited about the fellowship, the schools and everything was practical, learning how we immediately can put into practice things that, that we learned. So this brother was able to learn and put into practice and, and he was praying for a tribal village in his region. And uh, just God in dreams saw him a vision. He had no idea about that, uh, that, that village. And, and after a lot of prayers and fastings, you know, the vision which he saw, uh, and that was a village. So he, he jumped into that village and it took, you know, like many hours, 10, 12 hours for him to get into that village. And ultimately he reached and you know, wanted to check, you know, like, is it the village God saw me? 
then it was exactly the same village. I mean, he, he even saw the peoples, how they look like and how they talk and the little hats in the villages. All these things was in his village, in his dreams. So dreams. So he was kind of excited that, oh, this is where God wanted me to come and reach. And the interesting thing is he did not know the language or the dialect of the people because there are like 20,000 plus the dialect. So this brother reaching to that village, he had no idea about, uh, you know, the dialects, the way people interact, talk and all. So, uh, but he just prayed, Lord, Holy Spirit, empowered me so that I'd be able to, I'll be able to speak the Gospels to these people. So it was instant and immediate that he was able to understand and communicate the that particular dialogue filled of the Holy Spirit. So it was not, you know, some unknown tongues and all, but he was just able to speak in the language of the, the tribe of peoples in that village. So very quickly he was able to meet peoples after peoples and 10, 15 peoples, you know, just felt so, oh, this man looks like from our community. So a lot of people struggles in their life with witchcraft, death and all. So this man's life has been transformed. There was something interesting with, with this man. So let's listen to him. And, and so a lot of people were suffering like, like him and people were living under fear and bondage. So his message actually drawn to them. Instantly, uh, 15 people were drawn to the Lord, and a home fellowship started over there. So, you know, there's been a, all kinds of amazing stories like this that have come out uh, from India about how the Holy Spirit is working in a really unique way there. And, and in this case, that people are able to understand a dialect that's not theirs, but yet the Holy Spirit is pushing through. We've heard stories like this come out over and over again as the gospel has been spreading through India and spreading through uh, Pastor Singh and his ministry as he's sending out literally thousands of church planters. When we get back, we're going to talk more about the incredible church planting ministry that we see happening right now through Pastor Singh and SOM International there in India. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Christian leaders and their families are facing tremendous persecution as they preach the gospel. Listen to Kamala's story. Hello, my name's Kamala. My husband, Yalam, was trained to be a church planter. Many people in our village started coming to our house church, but it made some people very upset. One day militant men came to our home and took Yalam's life right in front of me. Our hearts are broken, but more people have come to Christ since Yalam's death than during his whole ministry. Thank you for praying that we will remain faithful in the face of persecution. When we hear from people who are risking it all for Jesus, do you know what they ask for most? Prayer. The first Sunday in November is the International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church. We want to help you and your church pray for those who are risking much for Christ. At-Risk Radio and SOM International have put together a prayer kit. This kit contains videos, prayer lists, and printable materials that you can use as you pray for the persecuted. Download your IDOP media kit at spiritofmartyrdom.com slash IDOP. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. I'm also online with Pastor Singh. Pastor Singh is the director of SOM India. Pastor Singh just told us this incredible story about how a church planner has gone into a village. He doesn't speak the dialect. He begins preaching the gospel. People hear the gospel in a language they can understand. David, that sounds very similar to what we 
uh, read here in Acts chapter 2, verse 5, um, very similar things started happening. It says, now uh, they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. You know, it sounds like this is the kind of thing that the Holy Spirit has done in the book of Acts. It sounds like this type of thing is happening again in India. What's your take on all this, David? Yeah, Mark, I, I love the unreached areas of the world, India specifically. I mean, it is a as perfect a match we could get for the days during the Acts of the Apostles and the origination of the church and the Holy Spirit moving. And in India, they've never heard the gospel. They've never had a movement of Christ. And so truly, this is their Holy Spirit awakening. And, uh, you know, when you're in those environments, Mark, uh, they we see unusual and amazing things happen when God is moving in just simple childlike faith. And so, yeah, uh, Pastor Singh, I'd love for you to clarify that, you know, you, you talked about him uh, understanding languages. And we see that in Scripture. We see that in Acts, that they understood foreign languages. I, um, how often is that? Does that happen very often uh, among some of the church planters? Or is that pretty unusual for you? I mean, what does that look like in India? This is not just one story. It's, there are many stories can be witnessed like these many stories can be sensed like this happening yeah yeah and what does that really tell us about the leadership in india and what you see regarding who god is and in god's heart for india and the church planners specifically uh, the I mean, moment when you see a person this what what does that remind you Christians, of who you're, you're everything Jesus changes is what god is doing in his life and what he starts doing is how can he reach out to other peoples India is a country, you know, like God is doing a beautiful thing, unity and diversity, but that's a huge diversity of dialect. So just you can see from village to village or even in the same village, from one corner to another corner, different dialects are spoken. Really, God is doing a great thing through the church planters and leadership. Uh, they are, God is elevating them into a leadership and just uh, uh, elevating them over so many villages, hundreds of villages, uh, which could not have been possible without the Gospels. So it's because of the Gospels, they are elevated to the leadership and give leadership to hundreds of villages. So this looks to me like supernatural and just very significant and powerful work of the Holy Spirit. So, Pastor Singh, you mentioned some amazing aspects of your story of this church planner had a, a dream. And then he goes into this village. He, it was a different dialect and then has supernatural understanding and then even speaking. Um, I mean, that certainly influenced the leadership, but it's the work of the Holy Spirit. And we read that in Acts as we talked about that, you know, giving these dreams or or and visions and, and understanding language. I mean, help the American audience who doesn't see a lot of this understand what that's like to be a church planner and to see these supernatural things happen. I believe, uh, as you already said, that uh, a man himself is incomplete, but with God, he's complete. Amen. So God becomes all sufficient uh, to this church planter. He becomes yeah. everything to him. It's not anything natural, like he, he knows the village or he knew the people, he knew the dialogue. It was not something like that. All what he was doing, what he was just praying and hearing from the Lord, hearing from the Holy Spirit. So mm. Holy Spirit 
uh, Holy, Holy Spirit completely take possess of him. Well, amen. Well, I've quoted you many times before. You know, you said in the past that if it's possible, it's it's human done. If it's impossible, it's uh, God done. And, and I think we get that demonstrated more and more. But just for the listening audience, I, I need to ask, push a little bit more on this. You know, in dreams, um, obviously in America, they hear, you know, leaders are here. I have a dream and do this. You know, sometimes they think those people are actually insane. Or how do you decide and how do you discern, Pastor Singh, in, in dreams? I mean, how are the church planners and you yourself, even if they, you've had any experience? You know, because we do see in Scripture, there's many dreams. I mean, obviously, God uses dreams, but God, you, everybody has dreams. So how how do the church planners understand when a dream's from God? And, and how, you know, how do they grow in that? Yeah, church planters are uh, so deeply passionate about uh, the the villages or or the areas where there is no gospels and they're deeply passionate and uh, they are in deep deep pain for the lord and deep hunger for the lord and deep passion for the lord somehow just to just go and reach and tell people about jesus uh, but then uh, there's no way that because of the diversity and the it is the villages are scattered and it's it, it it's crisscross crisscrossing just here and there scattered so it's it's really hard uh, humanly to locate a place look at a village even uh, even even uh, for an indian so what happened is it's like when they are into that kind of passionate love then they keep praying mm -hmm. the only thing they do is they, they just pray lord i just don't know but you just saw me you saw wow. me where i needs to go that's what they ask and then god begins to just just visits them with dreams and just mm. just shows them uh, through the dreams about you know the the little hearts of the villages little hearts yeah. yeah. hearts, and yeah. how the how the people looks like and maybe the sign little sign in front of the village all those things he sees in a you know in the in the in the dreams and and yeah. by the time he goes he, by the time he reaches that village he sees everything that he saw in the dreams that's how he validates that this is from the lord and then he confirms confirms it so this is what the lord made me see and finally i'm able to see this yeah, that, that's beautiful. Exactly. I think you confirmed there. He, the dream was a seed from of faith from the Lord, and then it gets confirmed as he trusts the Lord going forward. And you just said so many things there that Mark and I have talked about. It. Truly, leadership is hearing and, and obeying and moving forth in, in faith. And um, and and again, I like how you're to the other side. They see that you're talking about is the information. The villages are so overwhelming. In India, how do you how do these church planners know which village to go to? Except they've kept it simple with faith, learn to really listen to God who has the best intel demographics, and then as they're led by that, God gives them the keys of the kingdom of loving the people. That was beautifully illustrated today, brother. I hope our listening obviously was encouraged in what it means to be a godly leader and led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, Mark, thanks. I'll turn it back to you. I know we're out of time. It's I mean sometimes Mark, I think we can go on for an hour or two on these discussions. It's a shame we have such a little time, but hopefully people have been blessed today. 
That's great. Well, hey, if you want to be part of the completion of the Great Commission, if you want to stand along those who are risking a lot for Jesus, we want to invite you to get involved with At Risk Radio and get involved with Spirit of Martyrdom International. You can get involved, first of all, by subscribing to our newsletter. We have something come out from India nearly every month. Uh, I can't remember the last time we didn't. Uh, There's amazing things coming out of India all the time. Our full-color newsletter comes out every month. It features stories from those who are serving on the front lines in the most restricted areas in the world for the gospel. You can sign up at atriskradio.com, at spiritofmartyrdom.com. The same newsletter goes out from both places. You can also help by subscribing to this podcast and by sharing it with others. If you have questions for us, we'd love to hear those. Uh, please go to atriskradio.com and send us a message, and we'd love to answer those questions on our program. And lastly, At Risk Radio and SO International are funded by you. Uh, they're funded as as you support these ministries, as you sign up to be a monthly donor, as you donate in exchange for books in our bookstore. Uh, David, there's a book that you wrote about what's happening in India. You want to give that a quick plug real quick? Yeah, that's called God's Global Grace Movement. And it's many testimonies, like the testimony just all the listeners heard today. And they can hear about the biblical principles in which they're applying in this rapid revival in India. All right. Well, you can visit the SOM Bookstore uh, at spiritofmartyrdom.com and pick up that book. Until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.